Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown? No. Oh, I Welcome to this special rewind presentation of a Gen X grown-up backtrack. I am John. Here with me, of course, are Mo and George. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Every once in a while, we like to go back and listen to and revisit some of our backtracks we've done some years ago. And look, we've been doing this now for over five years. I don't know if that's registered (laughs) with you yet, but uh, never missed a week. We do it every single time. Sometimes you listen to an old episode and it's like, wow, is that what it sounded like? No, George, the other day you said, I sounded great. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were disparaging how we sounded. And I'm like, you're not including me in that, son of a bitch. Yeah. That sounded good. It was the trailer I was talking about. That thing sounded scratchy. Anyway, what we're talking about, this rewind, we're going all the way back to September 21st, 2017. Man, the world Mm. was a different place then. And we were talking about one of my favorite topics, Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. Oh, yeah. That should be everybody's favorite topic, regardless. This one took me back so so many memories, Mm -hmm. let me tell you. I've re-listened to this one a few times. I listen to it now sometimes and be like, oh, we didn't talk about that awesome cartoon or that awesome cartoon. Uh, But (laughs) hey, it still holds up. And uh, fourth listener, we appreciate you stopping by and checking out this rewind. So I think without further ado, guys, let's jump into this rewind of the Saturday morning cartoons backtrack. And George sounds great. (laughs) Hey, everybody, welcome to the Gen X Grown Up Backtrack Podcast. As you know, this is the podcast between our regular podcast where we pick a single topic, whether it's a film or a movie or a game or an event, something from our youth as growing up as Gen X Grown Ups that kind of led us to where we are now. Uh, I'm John. Joining me, as always, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George. How's it going, guys? So before we kick off our topic for this backtrack, we got some listener mail Wait, about yay! our last backtrack. Woo-hoo! Our listener sent us another piece of email? Our That's one right, listener. Our one listener. All right. <laughs> so this is from Mike, as I mentioned. He said, hey, in the last backtrack, you talked about your first video game console. But he would like to know, what is your favorite video game console? Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Mine's probably not going to be the normal one, but... We had a Sega Genesis. Okay. And the reason why I liked it was because of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> All right. So it was the game I, that drew It was the game more, the more so than the... Yeah, it was the game. I played every iteration of that freaking game. What about you, George? All right. So it's an oddball choice to throw in here because I can't say what my favorite console was because I enjoyed every console I've ever had. But I think the one that's the most unique and the one that... I don't know. It just it kind of felt cool that I got to play with it. Was the Odyssey three? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, never, I don't Magnavox. think I ever touched it, but yeah. So, yeah, we had an Odyssey yeah. way back when. Holy cow! Well, I got one when I was young. My father he owned a grocery store. The different vendors, you know the the soda vendors and the chips and the cigarette, all those different guys that would bring in their product to our store, they were always running these contests. If your store sold more than anybody else in your area of their product, they would give you things. And one of the contests one time, the prize was a Magnavox Odyssey 3, and Dad won it and said, I don't know what this is here. Take it. 
<laughs> okay, and if so, I have to, Dad, okay. I'll take it. What I liked about that, it was my first console that had a keyboard. Oh, yeah. Because before that, I'd only had the Atari 2600. This was a keyboard, so I felt like I was a computer programmer with this thing, even though there was no computer programming whatsoever to be had with the <laughs> Magnavox Odyssey. But it felt like I was growing up in technology. Okay. Oh, cool. What about you, John? Mine is uh, favorite for different reasons. You know, like Mo, you said your favorite for Sonic was why you chose Sega. And, you know, George, kind of because you felt like you were evolving with the... I think maybe my favorite one was the Nintendo 64. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. Great that system. Big one. For weird reasons, too. Like, I didn't have a lot of Nintendos growing up. I was my age. You know, that was... I was in other stuff in the 80s. You know, my girlfriend's little brother had a Nintendo. I didn't. But when I got the Nintendo 64, that was kind of the game system and mario 64 in particular one of the best games ever that game cemented <laughs> for my family i bought it you know and and my wife was like you know why don't you buy another video game thing and i'm like well it's just and you remember when you launched mario you had to pick you know which save one two three or four a b c d right right and i worked nights and i came home from you know late at night and my wife was in bed and i fired up the nintendo 64 and game b had 10 stars i'm like Oh my God! She started playing it on her own, unsolicited. Right. So having that N sixty four in the house, she watched me enough that she's like, "This is actually interesting." It got her into video games. She wasn't before, and now she is. As I record this, she's in the next room playing Skyrim. So, <laughs> so I think Nintendo sixty four just because that was the thing that kind of it blended my interest into my wife's interest, and it kind of really allowed me to explore being a Gen X grown-up because it's now accepted in my household. That's good. That's a good one. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When criminals in this world appear and break the laws that they should fear and frighten all who see or hear, the cry goes up both far and near for underdog. Okay, let's get right into our topic for this backtrack. And this was actually a suggestion written in by one of our listeners that we said, yep, that's a fantastic thing to talk about. And that is the environment experience around what we used to call Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, yes. Nice. Oh, my God. Back in the oh, day. Oh, I feel, I, I feel like a bowl of cereal <laughs> Egg, yeah. in front of me right now as we're talking. <laughs> oh, Dude, don't you? Right, oh, I, my God. There's some blue milk right now right. in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky charms. Oh. So, first, for those that didn't experience it, so, George, explain what are Saturday morning cartoons. So, first of all, it's an event. It is. Yep. If you grew up between the 70s through the 80s, it... Saturday morning cartoons is an event. It was the one thing that could make a child jump out of bed before their parents every morning, come tell their parents, make me cereal, make me cereal. I got to watch my cartoons. I can't miss. Yep. And this was back in a day when there was no DVR. So if you didn't watch it when it first happened, you, you were you out of luck out. on the playground the next day. In my day, there was no internet. DVRs. <laughs> I mean, right. If you didn't, if you didn't see that Saturday morning cartoon, you didn't see cartoons. No, no, and I remember specifically going to school Monday morning once or twice having missed my Saturday morning cartoons and feeling Ugh. horrible as the kids were talking about it because they didn't care about spoilers back then. Children did not care. <laughs> they were all about spoiling well, your day. If you missed it, though, I mean, it was another 13 weeks or something, so they started playing reruns. 
Yeah, at least. Oh, I know. At least. So they, they oh. couldn't. They couldn't not hold it, you know. <laughs> so right, like George, did you see the new Thunder the Barbarian? No. <laughs> well, let me tell you about it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Saturday morning cartoons for me though, growing up was like, like you said, George, I mean, that was the perfect thing. It was like my parents never had to wake me up. I was always up immediately for anybody else. And the fact that, like you said, during the week you only had cartoons for like maybe an hour, maybe hour and a half after when you got school, home from like school, that right? Three to four thirty yeah. time frame. They had a couple, but. Usually that was on local channels too, not even like network channels. So these were like the good network cartoons, the high production value ones. And, and, and listeners might not remember if they're not of that age. Like there wasn't a cartoon channel. No, There's no, no, cartoon, no network. cartoon network. There was no cable. I mean, you had, here's the rabbit ears. You have ABC, NBC, CBS. Yep. Good luck. That's yep. it. And PBS, right? Yeah. That was it. And, Enjoy. and you really had to choose as well because, like we said, there's no DVR. So if you were watching, mm-hmm. you know, Popeye on CBS, you couldn't switch over in the middle of it when Scooby's All-Stars came on on ABC. That wasn't going to happen. I mean, you had to yep. stick with your cartoon. But I'd say one thing, though. After the first weekend, I knew exactly what channel to put it on at what time. <laughs> you know, until Saturday morning cartoons were done. I was Let like, me okay. share my ritual. I remember, oh, I, I I was, what, nine or ten or whatever, right? So Saturday morning cartoons, the first periodical that I enjoyed reading regularly was the TV Guide. <laughs> we got we got the TV Guide, and yep. I went through that thing with, with a red marker. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> Saturday morning, let's go. It's like your Christmas list. And you list. start weighing. You're like, well, what's better? Do I want to watch this cartoon or that? I'm like, no, this one wins. Draw a big yep. red circle. Okay. At 8.30, what do I watch? Yep. And, and usually for me, I remember like the last thing was like an hour and a half of the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show. Uh, that was always a standby. That, that, once you hit noon, it's over. Yeah, it's done. Right. Yep. And there was nothing on TV after that. <laughs> no, it was it was over at noon. And my ritual was I actually set my channel on the television in our living room the night before to whatever channel I was going to start with. <laughs> so that when I came in, I flipped it on and boom, I'm there. <laughs> And that was kind of a fight because everything was ready to go. Yeah. Well, because it was kind of a fight with dad because, you know, he would obviously stay up later than I would. He would want to watch whatever show it was. And if it wasn't on the network, I wanted that morning. As soon as he got up to go to the bathroom or went to the kitchen to make a snack, I would switch (laughs) it over and turn the TV off real fast. (laughs) All right. So here's some. Do you guys remember the Friday previews before the Saturday morning cartoons, the new ones? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah. Every season. That was like a huge event because, and for those of you who don't remember, but basically, or weren't alive, they, um, <laughs> so for the new season of a cartoons came out, every network had a Friday preview show and they would say, here are the new cartoons that are going to be on tomorrow. And it was usually Friday yep. night, like eight o'clock. It was like a primetime thing. That was like, that's where you had to plan out your whole Saturdays. Like you got, that was like your preview to say, okay, what am I going to focus on tomorrow? <laughs> you know, which shows I'm going to watch? Like, okay, that's good. Okay, that's stupid. All right, that looks good. <laughs> that looks stupid. Well, and what about also the way that they started taking franchise licenses and turning them into cartoons? Because at first it was, you know, your Bugs Bunny, your, you know, Scooby Doo, that kind of stuff. But then later on they started introducing, you know, like video games as cartoons or TV shows. Yeah, like Pac Man had a show. Oh, yeah, I remember Pac Man. There's this whole Nintendo, like Captain N or something. Yeah, I, I remember like a Nintendo themed, and it had all these Nintendo characters in it. Sure, there was even a Dukes of Hazard cartoon. Yeah, Mork and Mindy had one. Yeah, Star Trek all had one too. Lived too. 
Yep, Star That's Trek right. had yeah. the best one. I don't care. <laughs> as far as the TV show ports, Star Trek had the best animated series. It wasn't Actually, even it a wasn't cartoon. Bad. It was an animated series. The other thing about the Saturday Mark cartoons was also like the stuff they would put in between shows, like um, Schoolhouse Rock or Time for Timer. Oh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. That's right. Time for yep. Timer. Time for Timer. Yeah, the PSAs. And that's yep, when PSAs that's right. really, we you actually watched the commercials because they were sometimes as good as the cartoons, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They were. You know, Conjunction yeah. Junction and I'm Just a Bill. They wanted hygiene. I remember one about, uh, uh, they call me Yuck Mouth because I don't brush <laughs> as well. <laughs> I, my favorite was Louis the Lifeguard. I still remember in uh, elementary school, the teacher's like, she's like, okay, you know, for you know this week, we're gonna all going to remember the preamble to the Constitution. <laughs> and everyone in the class started singing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we, she's like, we do okay, the songs in order to form a more perfect union. <laughs> she's like, what the hell is that from? Because everybody in the class knew it. Everybody started just singing it spontaneously, and she's oh, like, wow, wow. Yeah. You know, she was like, okay, like, my, my work here is done. <laughs> yeah, yep. you know, go, 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 draw or something for a while. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. One of my favorites that I enjoyed, or I want to talk about, was I had two, Dungeons and Dragons and Thundar oh, yeah. the Barbarian. Thundar. Thundar <laughs> was awesome. Ukla and Isis, yeah. Yep. Oh, man. That whole post-apocalyptic, I mean, that kind of led me into Mad Max, really. Mm, yeah. You know, yep. because it was okay. that whole, you know, and see, and... Does that comet fly between the Earth and the Moon and the... The moon yes. splits. <laughs> the moon splits and the tides shift and everything goes crazy right. and magic yep. enters the yep. world because apparently the tides and magic are very closely related. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like the old Hanna-Barbera ones that came on. They would sometimes show like Johnny Quest. Oh, Johnny yeah. Quest. Yeah. Back in the day where bad guys actually died. Yep. That they did, yeah. They blow, you didn't see body parts or something, but you knew, oh, he was in the exploding building. He's dead. Yeah, he's not coming back. <laughs> he ain't coming back for a future episode. Um, you know what else? My, my memory could be off, but didn't like all the, like the Sid and Marty Croft stuff start on Saturday mornings before they got syndicated? Think, like the, That's when I remember watching it. Yeah, I remember too. Yeah, like the... Like Sigmund and the Sea Monster, sea monster. the Great Space <laughs> Coaster, all that Sid Mar- Land the, of the Lost, like, people, people in Big Scary. Oh, Land of the Lost, Land of the Lost, and the Slee Stack. <laughs> now that can't be considered really a cartoon. That was live action. No, it was Saturday morning entertainment, though. It, it, it Saturday was Saturday morning entertainment. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. Land of the Lost was uh, oh, it was bad effects and the, oh, the yeah. Slee Stack. Yep. A lot of blue screen and. <laughs> <laughs> What about Super Friends? Oh, yeah. Meanwhile. Yeah. (laughs) Form of a bucket of water. The Wonder Twins. That's right. Oh, Oh, the Wonder Twins. Yep. Yeah. And they're they're monkey gleek. If you're like me and sounds like like George, you got up extra early. So the real good cartoons didn't start until about 7, 7.30-ish, maybe even 8. Yeah, sometime around 8, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 8. But I remember that at 7 o'clock, though, 
the off channels had things like Davy and Goliath. And... Oh, I, I love Davy and Goliath. Oh, yeah. I don't and remember. Those I didn't other see ones that. I, I would that. Nope. I would watch before the, the main cartoon stop started. Motion. Oh, yeah, the stop it's, motion it's, stuff. It, okay. Yeah. The stop motion. It, hey, Davy. Hey, Davy. <laughs> Dog. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was like the, they were all like parables of the Lutheran Church or something. Yeah. Funded, funded by the church. Well, and, and that it, that paved the way for Moral Oral later on. on uh, <laughs> well, and you have to kind of you have to clue the listeners in on the off channels versus the networks because that's something that you know nobody today is going to recognize because of cable you know this that and the other and satellite tv and all and yeah. you know cord cutting online and whatnot yeah because you mentioned the abc cbs nbc those were your main nets you had your lo- local uhfs right right yeah well, actually, some that weren't even local. I grew up in New York, so we had lots of channels. No, we had two more. Oh, oh. No, we had three more channels because we had PIX, which was Channel 11, WOR, which was Channel 9. See, I still remember these. <laughs> and, and Channel 5, which I can't remember, but it became Fox. What was your favorite, John? Oh, I... It, Pick, I mean, what was one of, of your of, favorites? How about that? Notoriously, so many of them lasted a short time. They had little oh, short yeah. runs. Like, you know, like when Pac-Man first came out, I loved Pac-Man. Yeah. But it really didn't last. And once the novelty of that was Pac-Man wore off, it wasn't a great cartoon. Right. There were a lot of them like that. But really, for me, I think, and I still watch, is all the Looney Tunes. The oh, Bugs Bunny Road mm, stuff. Yeah. First, it, it ran for like 38 years. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was always good. Well, it wasn't one episode was really... You know, they play like for an hour and a half, usually at the end of the block, but they would play, you know, in an hour and a half, you would get 15 cartoons. Right. You know, because they were, they were shorts. I really like that. Yeah, that was, yeah, those were really nice. The thing that blows me away about those is the fact that they, some of the ones we watched, we didn't realize it probably at the time, were from like the 50s and 60s. Yeah. You had no idea. You, you enjoyed them just as much. Uh, Roadrunner, Coyote, I mean, I mean, all of those are just fantastic. And that's how most kids were first introduced to classical music. Oh yeah, because their their soundtrack was usually you mm-hmm. know classical music by great composers that uh, they just worked in. But it's funny you think about those. Like with us growing up, we really had cartoons for maybe throughout an entire week. You were lucky if there was eight hours of cartoons on, right? Yeah, including Saturday that yeah. you could watch the whole week. Yeah, because you had like your four hour Saturday morning and your one hour each day after school. That was it. Yeah. Exactly, and that was it. And just think now that Cartoon Network, and it's just, it's kind of crazy in a way that there's basically just 24-7, you can watch this stuff now. You yeah. know, I was so starved for cartoons. I mean, that, it, as a kid, I mean, that's kind of, that's that's the TV show that speaks to you because, you know, it's like the funny papers. Yeah. But I remember when when, when there was, it was a primetime animation. Oh, I, I used oh, to love right. two seasons. There was this great show called Wait Till Your, Your Father, Father Gets, Gets Home. Home. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Tom Bosley, the Happy Days dad was in it. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, I got cartoons are on and the, it's dark outside. This is Wait amazing. Till gets, would, it, and it wasn't really a kid's show. No, it was it wasn't. actually more, it was a prime time. It was a sitcom. It, was, yep. it just happened to be animated. It just happened to be but animated. But I watched it. It was a cartoon to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was, it was people are drawing stuff, so I'm going to watch it. You can't reproduce Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, that time is gone. I mean, there's, I mean, the major networks yeah. don't even do it. No, it's they're not going to give time to that. I don't know why. I guess because now they have marketing where they say 18 to 44-year-olds or whatever are their prime audience yeah, for purchases and, on the commercials. or something. I don't know. Stupid. And there's a station for cartoons, and they're not going to watch us because the Cartoon Network has it or whatever. Or you can just go watch cartoons whenever you want it on Netflix. You know? Yeah. 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 All that's cool, but the one thing we lost, all the cartoons are still out there. You can still watch all you want. There's more than there ever was. But that experience mm-hmm. is just they're, something. They, they're the not event. special. Anymore. Like, my kids are not going to have memories of Saturday morning, of cartoons in their lives. It's going to be like, yeah, yeah, cartoons were always there. 
oh, SpongeBob, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, I still remember that like, you could turn on the TV at any time, and for some reason, SpongeBob was always on. But yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, because if you think about it, what was the biggest component to Saturday morning cartoons that made them so special? For me, it was the anticipation, right? Yeah. It was all week long, you know, okay, I get to watch my little hour when I get home from school, but when Saturday morning comes, that TV is mine. It's like a little bitty Christmas. Yeah, yeah every week. <laughs> I know about your parents, but my dad was like very strict about TV during the week. Unless it was like an educational show or something like that, you basically was never on. But Saturday mornings, he, he said, the TV is yours. Mm. Yep. And that I got to watch it. And he's sleeping in anyway. Right. Yeah, it was it was kind of a, a family ritual, if you think about it, from the 70s and 80s. I mean, it was, everybody knows, Saturday mornings are for the kids, right? So the right. kids yep. get to, right. they've had a hard day in, in school all week long, and your father would roll <laughs> his eyes and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah, had a hard day. Saturday mornings, even the grumpiest of fathers would relent and allow their children mm -hmm. to have that one That's guilty right. pleasure, that one thing that they look right. forward to all week long. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. Met the greatest earthquake ever known. All right, so there's an, another episode of Backtrack. Saturday morning cartoons this time. We talked about a lot of stuff. If we can, we'll throw a bunch of things down in the show notes down below so you guys can go click and find out about the stuff that we enjoyed, and hopefully you'll start to enjoy it. Yeah, if you like this episode, be sure to, to subscribe to us on, you know, however you get your podcasts, uh, whether it's through Stitcher or TuneIn or iTunes. That's right. Hey, and uh, after you subscribe, if you're using iTunes, it really help us out if you would take a second and go over to the review section. Give us five stars or however many you think we earn. <laughs> five. <laughs> and register a quick review. And because the more reviews we have, it helps more people to find us because it helps iTunes push us higher up in the search ratings. Uh, and we'd really appreciate And in case you weren't aware, and if you missed the first couple of minutes of this, which I don't know how you missed it, because it's not like it was for Saturday morning cartoons. You actually have a DVR. It's the podcast itself. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one was suggested to us by a listener email. So if you want to get your topic talked about on a Gen X Grown Up podcast or backtrack, send us an email at podcast at genxgrownup.com. Yep. And don't forget to visit us on YouTube or on our website at genxgrownup.com. Wait, YouTube? We have a YouTube don't site? Who do? Yes, we have a YouTube. Every time with you, with the, we okay. don't have the YouTube. That's where we started. Oh, that's where the videos are. The right? videos, yes. 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 The, the talkies. You edit them all the time. <laughs> I remember that. And, hey, John, this is going to blow you away. We have a website. Wait, oh my God. Yeah. No one tells me anything. So what's our website, Mo? It's genxgrownup.com. Now our fourth <laughs> listener knows the website. Yes, right. Which he <laughs> already just does because he already sent us emails. Apparently our leader now knows that we have a website. <laughs> uh, well, this is fun, as always. Thanks, guys. We will see you uh, next week with another episode and in two weeks with another backtrack. Bye-bye. Bye. See you guys. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. No more washing shows till sunrise. Unacceptable for grown-ups.
dinner can just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotas, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.